0: The date is Thursday, the 25th of January. I'm Jason England and welcome to Learn Something, the official podcast of NewEyesandMedia.com where I consume your brain space with weird and wonderful facts that you've probably never heard before. On today's episode, we talk about all things PlayStation 2. You know, that big black monolithic box that lots of people got under their Christmas trees in the year 2000 why i'll explain why so why are we talking ps2 well two reasons really one it's my favorite games console of all time and i really want to celebrate it with you lot but two i also want to very sneakily advertise this twitch channel that i do as you all know the ps2 had a cpu called the emotion engine and i've set up a dedicated ps2 streaming channel called the emotion engineer so what you have to do and you can check me out every wednesday from 5 p.m gmt Uh, do a google search and you'll find your own respective time zone Uh, go on to twitch.tv slash emotion engineer people on anchor tap the link and give me a subscribe or follow the channel any way that you could support the channel would be massively helpful anyway let's get on with the facts So first off, we start from the end. We talk about the death of the PlayStation 2. It's, it's weird how long the console survived for and how long people invested in it and how long Sony kept producing this console because after selling 150 million units worldwide, it was reported by The Guardian that the manufacturing of the console ended after 12 years on the 4th of January, 2013. It was a console that truly defined an era. And launching in 2000, the fact it lasted so long was absolutely mental. It ended up with a library of more than 10,000 games by 2011, with 1.52 billion individual games sold since launch. The success was down to three factors, which was great timing in terms of the launch, design and excellent games and also the decision to include a dvd player meant the machine found its way into people's living rooms and while in that time we were on the run-up to actually the launch of the playstation 4 which was set to combine a lot of quad core processors, much more graphical graphical capability that's the word i'm looking for there And it's just outlived an entire generation in the PS3. It was... It's crazy. It was amazing. To see just how well this game did. And in that same vein, the last game to ever be made for the PlayStation 2 was FIFA 14, which was released on the PS2, PS3, PS4, PSP and PS Vita a whole 13 years after the PlayStation 2 launched. Now, why is this? Well, there was a little bit of a feature by IGN that went into the console gaming market in Brazil, which was full of which is full of like interesting console game developers who still create games for old consoles, like for example, In 2001, they made a version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for the Sega Mega Drive. And this was a game market that EA wanted to target and try and get onto those old consoles. Did it work? Well, it's still one of the most profitable companies on the planet, so it didn't really matter whether it worked or not, but I like to think it did. Next up, think back to the PlayStation 2 startup screen where you had that massive mesh of a cord as you zoomed through a whole bunch of towers and a see-through cube that will flow through. Now, why is there a bunch of towers on the screen? Well, there's actually a pretty clever reason to it first thing that you'll notice is that those white towers and squares only appear when you have a memory card in your PS2 and play some games while it's inserted. Basically it kind of logs how long you play the games. The more you play different games the more squares appear and the longer you play them they start to grow into a tower and then it grows and grows and grows until a point where it stops growing. Sometimes the squares and towers disappear even when the memory card is inserted. And this is a known issue in the PS2, and you need to start over. So, there you go. It actually keeps track of what games you play and how long you play them, and starts creating this nice little map of towers for you. Pretty cool. And in the second half of this super quick podcast, we now turn to the stars and we go up into space, specifically Pluto. Today I learned that NASA's New Horizons probe, which did a flyby of Pluto, uses a radiation hardened version of a CPU called the R3000, which is a full 32-bit RISC microprocessor chipset, which was introduced in June 1988. Now, the R3000 can be found in many different things, such as workstations and servers, but also the PlayStation 2, clocked at 37.5 MHz for use as an input-output CPU, and at 33.8 MHz for compatibility with PlayStation video games. Yeah, that's right. The that powers your PS2, a version of that has gone up to bloody Pluto. Yeah, think about that for a sec. Now, this is a more niche fact for all the gaming geeks out there, hey, Um, but the PlayStation 2 was truly quite the original design in terms of games consoles and one that truly set a trend for games consoles in the future in terms of having them being able to stand vertically and lie down horizontally. But, here's the weird bit. The PlayStation 2 is actually, wasn't actually an original design at all. The cutting edge PlayStation 2 and home home computing pioneer of a console to actually access the entire family actually had an uncanny similarity to the Atari's never-shipped Falcon from 1993 take a look at a couple of pictures online if you can let you search PlayStation 2 Atari Falcon and you can see all the way down to the side grills and the ability to like pull it on its side and flat and just the specific design of it even in the trademark that was filed. The PlayStation 2 even references the Falcon Microbox. So, turns out that it's not as original as we thought it was. However, not taking anything away from the console because of just some design of it. And finally, we all like video games. We all like the PS2. Of course, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't like video games and I wouldn't be talking about it if it was not the case. Some of you and me are obsessed with games. There are also people who have forsaken everything including their love life, social development, physical well-being and other hobbies and interests to play endless hours of the likes of Gran Turismo, Pro Evo, FIFA, Final Fantasy and anything else obsessing over the nuances of every aspect of toy play, Capcom vs versus, versus SNK2, and um, yeah, but however, there is one person in the UK who has superseded your fandom for such a console, there was a man in the UK who goes by the name of, wait for it, Mr. PlayStation 2, yep that's right, he got it changed by a Depot and he decided that this should be his name from now on, seeing as he was spending around 4 hours a day playing on his beloved console. Who was originally called Dan Holmes. He said that he loved his PlayStation 2 so much, he decided that the only thing to do was to legally change his name to fall in line with his obsession. Dan wanted to take things even further. I joked about marrying a PlayStation and asked a few vicars if they would do the service. He said in all seriousness. And understandably, the vicars did not seem keen. Well, the path of true love never runs smoothly. And here's to you, Mr PlayStation 2, wherever you are in the world today. And that's it for this a quick episode of Learn Something. And I want to thank you all for taking the short time out of your day to listen. If you've enjoyed it and if you want to show your support please do favourite the channel on Anchor or subscribe on your relative podcasting service. Um, We're on all good ones including iTunes and Google Play. Also Pocket Cast as well. And yeah I'd love to Hear your thoughts on the podcast. Do drop us a review. Give us five stars if you do enjoy it. Every positive review gets us further results, so it means a lot if you could do so. Also, if you're a fan of the PS2, then please do find me on Twitch.tv/EmotionEngineer and give us a subscribe on there because every week I'm thrashing some PS2 games. Currently, I'm playing Bully, otherwise known as. Canis Canem Edit, and I've also done SSX and SSX 3, and I will be moving very shortly onto the likes of Time Splitters 2, Grand Theft Auto games, and some little unique surprises that you've not seen for a long, long time. So, with that in mind, I will leave you to it. Have an amazing week and weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.